On today's news episode, we are talking about Club 33 memberships, the perhaps bleak future of the Star Wars franchise, and a little discussion about baby centers at the Disney World parks. This is the Capture the Magic podcast. Everybody and welcome to Capture the Magic Podcast, episode 63. I am Jamie, and as always, I am joined by my husband, Jared. Hello, Jared. Hello. How are you today? Doing good. Good, good. You know, Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is up this weekend. Yeah. Are you excited at all? I'll be honest, I haven't really watched any football all year, so I, oh. I might watch it. This is like the first year I haven't hardly paid any attention to it. Well, we've been busy. Been a lot of stuff going on, and yeah, it just kind of fell by the wayside. But. You know, does Disney do anything special for the Super Bowl? The Super Bowl winner goes to Disney World. And that and that's right, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't think okay. they do anything. I mean, I, there may be some stuff going on at maybe the resorts. Maybe ESPN mm-hmm. does something at the Worldwide of Sports. Oh, but I don't think I don't know. Disney World itself, I don't believe does anything. At least okay. they didn't last year. Yeah, I don't know. Something I didn't even think about before. But I, I personally am not a big Super Bowl fan, so I could care either what. Well, you're not a football way. fan. So. Not a football fan. That's true. I'm <laughs> yeah. not a football fan in general, yeah. so I won't, I won't care about the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, and the whole thing, I think, with the commercials, they usually leak early now. So even that aspect of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, where you go to just watch for the commercials. Yeah, yeah. I guess that doesn't matter You know, anymore. my point was, too, is like when I do watch it, like if I do watch it, because of the game itself, but there's yeah. so many commercials. Yeah. The game takes forever. Yeah. So it's true. I think if I am going to watch it, just DVR it. And that way I can <laughs> maybe watch it afterwards or something. Go into media blackout. But yeah. that's hard to do though, especially if you care about the teams, but yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, before we get into the topic today or the, the news stories in our discussion today, um, we're going to talk about a little bit of housekeeping. So first we want to mention that, um, Every Thursday, we release our news show like this one. And on Mondays, we have a discussion, just a just a discussion type of show, like uh, um, like um, we talk about dining and attractions and special events, stuff History like that. History of rides. Yeah. Different and it, things. Those can be called Diz Talk, Diz Store, Diz Street, Diz Faves, and um, we might add another one in there soon. Um, but our Diz Talk episodes that are on Mondays, uh, the last one, we talked about our favorite animatronics. So catch that after this episode. And we want everyone to follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram right now. Uh, Information about those accounts are in the show notes. And you can find the podcast, uh, this podcast, on our website, CaptureTheMagicPodcast.com, as well as platforms like iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And so we appreciate a subscribe on any of those platforms and we appreciate our viewers and our listeners taking time to leave us a review so if you would um do that and help us reach more people and grow the channel and the podcast that would be great um and if you're not um an avid listener you're a new listener to the podcast i want to say we really appreciate you listening and um, if you would go to CaptureTheMagicPodcast.com and subscribe to our newsletter, um, you'll get updates about new episodes that come out and stuff like that. Plus, you'll be entered to win a free t-shirt that we do 
um, every month. So, yeah. 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 So we got a bunch of news today. We're going to transition over into that. And Jared, as usual, is going to read the news. And uh, we'll start with an interesting one about Club 33. Uh, yeah. So it, now is this confirmed or is this rumor? Uh, this is this is what people have been talking about. Okay. So I'm, I'm guessing it's confirmed. It's basically confirmed. But that Club yeah. 33 membership sales have started because Club 33 is going in at Disney World. So it looks like residents at Golden Oak, uh, the community that's on Disney property that I think houses run two million. They start at like two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, residents at the Golden Oak community have been the first ones to be approached about it. So the reported joining fee is twenty five thousand dollars just up front, <laughs> and the yearly membership dues are fifteen thousand dollars per year. Uh, uh, the first location is rumored to be in Adventureland. Uh, in the veranda that is currently under construction. Now that's been under construction since the hurricane. It's been, yeah, it's been like since the summer. Yeah, and so people thought that's where the construction is taking too long, and so that the rumor is it's oh. going to go there. Oh. one of the spots. So apparently, there's okay. going to be a place in every park for Club Thirty Three. Okay. Is what the rumor okay. Is. Maybe. Yeah. That's a very uh, big price tag. It's a very exclusive club. I understand. I wonder so, if that's the exact same as it is in, in California. The same price? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know much about Club 33, to be honest. I just know that it's exclusive and it's hard to get into and it's expensive. Yeah. So, Although I wonder if it'll be 15, cheaper because down in California, you obviously have celebrities. Yeah. Like you've got a, a, yeah. Big, like a, a smaller group of more money. Mm-hmm. And if maybe that, I don't know. Be do interesting. You, do you think that? Well, it's all conjecture right now. But do you think that Disneyland will expand their, you know, their locations or do anything no, special? Or I don't do you think, think so. it's just the same? Okay. No. Okay. I mean, there's this tradition, and that's kind of what Walt started. So and this Club Thirty Three. Uh, again, this is just you know conjecture. But would this membership include Disney World and Disneyland, or is this just Disney World? How are they doing that? I don't even know. I would assume you buy into each. That's a good question. I don't know. If we find somebody that is in it or joins it, maybe we'll chat with them. (laughs) Don't know. Yeah. Okay. I would assume at that price tag too, that that includes like annual pass as well. I would assume. Uh, You're paying $15,000 a year. I would assume they could just throw in like, you know, photo pass and annual pass would be my guess. But yeah, I hope so. That would be. That would be really crazy if it didn't, uh, because that's expensive. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, let's move on to the next one. We're talking about Galactic Nights. Yep. So there's another Star Wars Galactic Nights event that's going to be held on May 27th, and it is a separate ticketed event that starts at 100, or I guess it is priced at $129. For the previous events. That's so assuming yeah. that'll be what it is this time. Now, is there? A, do you get a discount for annual pass holders? That's a good question. I, I'm not sure. I would assume. I think you get, you get discounts for everything if yeah. you're an annual pass holder. And this includes. It's got like special shows, meet and greets, merchandise. Uh, you can attend panels where they'll probably talk about. I would assume they would talk about some of the upcoming movies as well as Galaxy's Edge. I think so. I the timing of being in May it makes me think they'll talk about like Han Solo movie. I would think so. Although and, our next story um, talks about it, but I, you would you would hope so, anyways, that they're going to start hyping that thing up. <laughs> I don't know because there's not a lot of good press coming out around that movie 
as it is right now. Right. And that's, we'll, we'll talk about that in the next story, but I just want to mention that it is February and it's supposed to come out in May and we have yet to see a teaser or anything. Yeah. That's usually not a good sign. It's also not a good sign when your main actor is taking acting lessons while filming. That's <sighs> so crazy. Anyway, anyways. let's go to the next one about Star Wars um, on kind of on shaky ground. Yeah, so it looks like uh, the Last Jedi box office sales have not met expectations that Disney had. Uh, they had a faster than expected drop off of sales in the U.S. They didn't show that well in China and the toy sales have been declining. Uh, they are also concerned about what's to come, especially like we just talked about with the shaky ground with Han Solo movie, as there's been nothing but basically bad press about that since they yeah. started filming it. Yeah. I mean, they fired a director midway through. The reports about the actor was taking acting lessons. And there's, yeah, just. Well, they, I think the total domestic uh, uh, income they are, they got sales they got for tickets was just a little bit more than Rogue One did the year before, which is still really great. Like I, I think most studios would be would just love to have this problem where they just have like well, yeah, it's so not much like money. It was a bomb but or anything. no no it didn't bomb but the, you know critics were divided, fans were divided on if they like this movie or not. Um well I think it comes down to it wasn't that great of a movie. Well and then again that's Jared's opinion. But um <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think most people think that like not that it was uh-huh. a terrible movie it just wasn't that great of a Star Wars movie because yeah. I think it was such a lead up and we talked about it. we have actual Last Jedi review episode if you want to yeah. know all the stuff about that but yeah. um, it felt like an in-between movie that was just leading up for the third one and, yeah. th- and then this one may yeah. make more sense once the third one comes out because some stuff may be explained but yeah, I don't know I, I just the people I've talked to that have seen it not just me they all thought the same thing they're just like it you know, wasn't that good. I'm curious to know how Empire Strikes Strikes Back did after New Hope. I mean, I don't think it did nearly as much. Uh, I don't know, but I think it did well because you had a bunch of I think it sold well, but I don't think it did as I don't know. You may be talking completely out of turn because I have a feeling it did pretty well. Oh, okay. That would well, be my I, guess. That's something I could check. Yeah. Um, but you have to think about too. They have movies planned for Star Wars into like 2025. Yeah. So if they're anticipating that people are getting tired of Star Wars or they're not happy with the products that Disney is producing, you know, are they going to are they going to you know, reduce the number of movies that come out? Are they going this to This is something that this? I think most people some people were worried about that really like Star Wars that there was going to be once Disney got it, there'd be an oversaturation. Mhm. Um, I think that's happening. You can make an argument that it's happening because, mm-hmm. I mean, you've got, obviously, there's a Star Wars land coming to both parks, a movie every year, yeah, uh, cartoons, more toys. I mean, it, even if the movies are really great, you still run the risk of people just being sick and tired of Star Wars. Yeah. Um, at least with, you know, you're talking about Marvel and that, like, well, Marvel hasn't had this issue. Marvel's had really good planning. Um and so far, they really haven't had any bombs or anything. There have been some movies that are so-so. But also then Marvel, then yeah, it's the Marvel Universe, but each character is so unique and different a lot of times. Whereas in Star Wars, everything's in that universe, and so everything does revolve around Jedis and the dark side, the light side. Like all, It still revolves around that whole theme. So mm-hmm. even if, like say, Rogue One, yeah, it was a different movie about Star Wars, but it was still yeah. about 
the original trilogy in a way. So, yeah. you know, you run more of a risk of, of oversaturation. I, I don't know. I mean, if, if Han Solo does not do well, which I'm starting to think it's not going to do that well, um, or if it doesn't get that great of reviews, I mean, maybe they, they take it down a peg, or maybe they just decide that they're going to... Um, actually get actors that don't need acting lessons and things i i don't know yeah, i can't so. believe that that's that's nuts yeah so it, it's definitely <laughs> you know i don't think they have i don't think they spent the money they spent on it to not implement it more and maybe they just kind of you know i don't know if they'll scale back but maybe they'll just kind of get a little bit better about the planning or the movie you know yeah. side of things. But. and i don't think they were expecting it to not go well in china I think that was yeah. a surprise to them because because Star Wars movies have always performed well um, in uh, China. And again, and I just think it comes down yeah. to the F- Force Awakens was a good movie. Mm-hmm. It was a fun movie. Mm-hmm. You know, this one just I not again. It's not terrible. It just wasn't that good of a movie. So yeah. the movie's not that good, and you can you usually see, see that in like the <laughs> second week trail off. And I think this is what happened with the Last Jedi was. Obviously, the front opening weekend did really well, and then that second weekend or that third weekend, you start seeing a drop off. That usually means people aren't giving it that good review, so they're not going to go see it again and again. Yeah, but, you know, repeat viewings is is what um, start they usually count on with Star Wars, and there right. weren't there weren't that not not many, but there weren't enough as there were before. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Well, let's go into some little stories here. You want to start, Jared? Uh, yeah, the Animal Kingdom 20th anniversary merchandise is actually already available. So they've got like mouse ears, shirts, pins, and all the that. normal stuff. I'm and sure. this is fine. I mean, it opened 20 years ago this year, but the anniversary party <laughs> isn't until April. Right. Why'd you laugh at me? Because you said they opened 20 years ago. Like you said 20 twice. It just sounded funny to me. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, but the party isn't until April. So, I mean, I, I don't care. They can do whatever they want. They're probably assuming it. more people will come in mm-hmm. April than they would in January, February. Maybe yeah, just get ready for it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. That'd be my guess. Okay. Next uh, guests using the Disney dining plan can now use credits for mobile ordering. Um, and they can still use Credit or debit card instead as if well. They, yeah, if they don't want to use your credits, you have they still yeah. have the option of using credit. So or I debit, think this is w- this is pretty cool. Well, this was bound to happen, but I think yeah. the next step is also going to be, and I don't think it's set up this way yet. But if you have a, an annual pass, you'll be able to get the discount on the mobile app as well. Because oh, yeah. right now you still can't. You if you can't. Have a, yeah, so I think they're just with the mobile ordering side. They've they've really been smart about just implementing things slowly, like implementing new restaurants and, and features. So. I would assume like tracking your in-room ordering. You can do that now. Right. I would assume this year they're going to be able to recognize because it can't be that difficult of a thing to recognize that someone has an annual pass on their account and just apply the discount. Right. I agree. So that's, yeah, but that's cool though. I mean, there's people are wanting this, so let's get that they did it. So, okay. Um, so apparently this is kind of a, Sighting, I guess. Emily Blunt has been cast alongside The Rock in The Jungle Cruise. And we kind of talked about this last time because I knew you didn't know that The Rock was going to be in a Jungle Cruise I movie. guess I didn't realize it. I already forgot. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, apparently she's playing a scientist who teams up with The Rock. <laughs> uh, his The Rock's riverboat captain 
on the hunt for the magical cure. Yeah, I guess he's the captain of this boat. Of course, he's the captain comes of the and boat. Helps and... If The Rock was cast in a movie and he's not the captain of the boat, then that's probably not not good. Uh, <laughs> filming for this begins this spring. So this would be an interesting one because this is another one sort of like Pirates where Jungle Cruise really doesn't have a... I, it, to make a movie out of it, they're really going to have to make a backstory. Because oh, the ride yeah. itself doesn't really have a, an arching backstory to it. Yeah, exactly. So. I mean, same thing with Haunted Mansion, although <laughs> we know how those movies went. I, I Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, it, it, I would think it's probably going to be yeah. along the lines of comedy action movie would mm-hmm. be my guess, which is kind of mm-hmm. like The Rock's little forte. Yeah. So. I agree. Yeah, so that's cool. Hopefully it's good. Yeah, I am so. <laughs> yeah. It'd be interesting to see if they do any special things on the ride whenever the movie Oh, if they didn't, they're out. dumb. <laughs> I mean, it's easy to cross-promote. They're cross stupid. Promo- they're stupid. No, it'd be easy to cross-promote that. I mean... I'm telling you right now, with the Johnny Depp thing, I wouldn't be shocked if you have, like, The Rock showing up sometime to, like, captain a, a, a one of the boats on Jungle Cruise or something. Well, he uh, he already did that. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's got to do it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, moving to the next one. Uh, so special photo pass opportunities are going to be available for the 65th anniversary of Peter Pan. Yay. This is going to run from February 4th through the 10th. And you can also meet Captain Hook, Smee, photos with Peter Pan's shadow, Tinkerbell's wings, and uh, Take Me to Neverland prop. That's what it says. Yeah, so, so there, I mean, it's just different stuff. I mean, it was only lasting a week. So if you really want to get these photos in, get there. I say, I've never been a fan of Peter Pan. And even when I was a kid, the whole country groans with you because Peter Pan's amazing. Although, like, really, it is. What was the show you watched? Happily Ever After, for a little bit. Once upon a time. Sorry, yeah, Once Upon a Time. Happily Ever After is a fireworks show. Once upon a time. That's fine. <laughs> Peter Pan was. <laughs> he was. Uh, He's kind of a jerk. On that show. Oh my gosh, that's right. He was a yeah. He was. Yeah. Well, I don't go by that show. I, mean, I haven't watched that show in a but while. But that show so. is on... It's Disney runs that show. So I understand. I, I don't understand. think Disney themselves like Peter Pan. Okay. I still think it's nice. I feel. I think that's it's a very I'm good thing they're doing. I'm not saying it's Peter Pan is very popular. I was just injecting a little personal that I just don't care for Peter Pan. Okay. I'm in the minority, there, I'm sure. There you go. But okay. anyway, cool stuff. So. Yes. Um... Another one here is Disney is restoring the Golden Dome that used to uh, be at the Wonders of Life and now used as uh, festival centers, apparently, or basically is what they've been used as. They're like fixing the the top of it and hopefully repainting or something because it looks just ragged. It makes me think that's... Did we know yet where the restaurant's going for Mission Space? Next to the ride. Have they said it's going to go right next to the ride? I think so. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I wouldn't assume that they would put it next to the ride. Well, because there was some talk for a while that it was going to be maybe Wonders of Life building they would use. For that. Oh. I mean, I guess they could. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm glad, though, that they're doing some kind of restoration to it because it, yeah, it looks rough. Well, and Epcot's getting ready to get a much-needed makeover. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. It'd be good to see not stuff that's in that park that's just dead, <laughs> serving no purpose. Gosh, it was so sad. It's just, you walk in, you're just like, oh, I remember what that used to be. It's close. Well, the nice, that's close. It is and then nice that a, raid sucks. It is, nice, yeah. it is nice a little bit right now with where Universe Energy was in the Wonder Life, Wonders of Life building back there, that there's kind of a little area we can kind of chill out. 
it's nice in that sense. It's not nice in the fact that there's attractions that you can't go to. But in that yeah. sense, there's a little area that you can take advantage of. Well, a lot of people just skip Future World altogether and just make a beeline for World Showcase. Yeah. Because there's so much to do. There's so much to eat. There's so many things to see, shops to see. And um, yeah. I mean, now there's a, you know, Florida Frozen Never Afters in the World Showcase. So. And the festival's all year long. So, I mean, Future World, I'm glad it's getting a little facelift here in the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, well, I think the whole front of the park's getting a facelift. Yeah. So, yeah. That's good. Uh, so, an update to the minivans is that uh, they will now take you to the airport for $150. They're starting just, with the boardwalk. Just $150, guys. I mean, you, you, you have just an extra $150 lying around just... Right. I mean, just to just to be like, hey, take me to the airport, even though you have Magical Express. I feel this is weird. Well, I don't know about this. <laughs> what you'd be paying for. Now, granted, my thinking is you could take an Uber for way cheaper. Right. Or Lyft or whatever. But yeah. um, like when we went in December, we had to leave. It was like four, you had to be there four hours before your flight. It's three hours now. Right. But, yeah. but even that much, but typically yeah. it's way too much time. And if you have like TSA pre, you won't yeah. need to get there as early as other people. So I feel like this is a way for people that if they don't want to wait or go on the Magical Express, and a lot of times on there too, you get, they got to stop at the resorts. It can take a lot longer to get to the airport and go through security than you really need. Sure. Because they're giving you buffer time. So this is a way maybe yeah. if you know what you're doing and you can have more time in the park um, before you leave. That yeah. I don't know if people will use it for that price tag. That does seem a little steep to me. But, um, yeah, especially when you get Lyft or Uber or whatever for, I'm assuming, I'll be 20 interested. or $30. Yeah. That, see, that's the thing. Like, if, if they want to be competitive, make it 50 Yeah, I don't know why it'd be. I mean, it's one thing that the minivans on property can take you. They can drop you off at places that Uber and Lyft can't. Mm-hmm. But with the airport, I don't think I... they're giving you any special... I guess I just don't off. see the benefit. Yeah, I don't see the benefit of using, specifically using a minivan versus doing an Uber or Lyft, like you said. Yeah. Like, is it just because the, the minivans are polka dot? Like, is that the only I mean, there is part? the, there does seem to be the novelty with this, that people like the minivans for that reason. Uh, but I don't know how much it's going to play into when you're paying $150 to do that. You know, the only other thing I was thinking just now is that with the minivans because they're you know in conjunction with disney like actual disney if something were to happen like an accident or something on the way to the airport like on route there's there's got to be more of a liability like they cover more of the liability with uber and lyft i don't know the rules for that what do you mean like insurance wise you're talking about like if you miss a flight insurance like if you have an accident and like well it's not gonna affect your insurance yeah, well, see, I don't know the rules, though. I was actually listening, listening to another podcast about this, and it had me thinking, like, wow, she's she's got a good point. Like, the the cars, like the Uber cars, are they, like, insured? Like, yeah, like, you have to be insured. Are you sure? Yeah, you have to be insured to drive on the road. No, but I mean, like, the passengers they're carrying through this business. That's what I'm talking about. They would have to carry coverage that if, if the, the lift, or say you're taking a lift, and they get an accident, and it was the lift driver's fault... They're gonna to have to have insurance that would cover your, you know, whatever, like insure your medical bills or whatever it would be. And if the other person hits the lift driver, not their fault, then obviously the other person's insurance takes care of that stuff. 
Okay. Because if they weren't doing that, there's be I mean they couldn't be in business if they weren't able to cover. You know, it'd probably be the same type of insurance like a taxi cab has. That's the thing. I don't know if it is. I'm going to. Can't go, you just I, sign up as an Uber driver and then? Oh, I'm I'm a, I'm a driver I don't, now. I've never like, that's it. what I thought. I, I don't know. I, I'm assuming I'm gonna you're going to have to have some, coverage that would do that. I mean, I'm gonna do some research about this. I'm, I'm concerned about it. about it, so that's what I was asking. Anyway, so you can you can pay 150 dollars for a minivan ride to the airport. I mean, the only thing I, the advantage that would be is like if you did if something happened to the airport on the way to the airport and you're in a minivan and you missed your flight, Disney might be like, okay, well. Since it was their fault, you might get a bit more accommodation from yeah. Disney themselves yeah. than, say, if you took a lift and something happened. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know the percentages of that, but I'm going to guess it's pretty low that okay. that happens anyways. But Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next one. Um, there's new concept art for Coronado Springs uh, in the meeting space in Toy Story Land for uh, vacation promotion. Yeah, so Coronado Springs has a new um, space. It's an outdoor space where it looks, it has a Disney theming, but it looks um, more professional. And if you have like a convention or whatever you're doing, and then um, they also have more um, pictures of like the rooms and the um, the new tower that's being built. Like uh, it's it, there's just a ton of new concept art for that. Gotcha. And then Toy Story Land, they released a couple photos for. Um, trying to promote Disney vacation packages and it's it's just it's it's not you know obviously it's not anything close to what's you know because it's not even done yet but um the art is pretty cool looking so you can kind of get an idea what it's going to look like very colorful lots of colors yeah yeah so again I'm gonna I'm I was talking to somebody else about this and the pass holder preview thing maybe apparently um it's actually main street magic podcast um that the pandora uh pass holder preview was such a mess that they might push it back to where the blackout dates are for pass holders so for toy story land so that what they'll do is when the new land opens up they'll kind of this is what they did for pandora anyways was that a pass holder preview where you could come you get a slot and you would go check it out and that was it was like a scheduled time Mm-hmm. But it was, apparently it was a nightmare to set up. So what they may do this year is wait until the blackout dates start for pass holders that don't have like. Um, so they only give this opportunity to like platinum. Right, platinum that's the thinking. It could be. I don't know. Okay. Because we don't know when it's going to open. So that's the whole thing of like the previews would be. Yeah. Weeks before it opens. So that's called the whole timing of like when is this thing going to actually open? And they announced the preview. I want to say sometime in March. It's just like two-ish months before they actually do it. So if they don't, if they push us back or push us up until um, to June instead of May, then we might not hear anything for a while. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yep. Well, um, okay, that's it for the news. We're going to move on to, um, we just have one little rumor um, and we um, kind of heard about this through um, the Disboards. So. Yeah, um, the rumor is that be our guest might become a signature restaurant and because apparently people are have not been able to make dinner reservations after july 27th and right. cast members said that um no in our uh, inventory inventory has been available yeah. for it. so so it, here, yeah but so, it's weird because we just heard last week they were talking about using paper plates 
<laughs> yeah. So, I so don't are they going to like, I feel like which way, like, are they going to do like picnic style for lunch and really fancy dinner? So, like, so here, here was, here's the story. So, um, people in the discords, they started a thread, I guess. And they were saying that they were trying to make reservations for, um, July or six months out or the 180 days plus 10 days, you know, cut off you do when you make dining reservations for be our guest dinner. And it was showing up as nothing being available. Well, if you're one of the first ones to make a reservation in the 180 days plus 10 um, time frame, you should be able to find something. Right. It may not be an ideal time, but you'll find something. Yeah. So people were going day by day and they couldn't find anything, again, past, you know, like the 27th or whatever it was. And so people started calling and they were talking to the cast members to see what's going on. Be like, you know, I, is there anything available? And I guess one... Um, particular um, one of the guests said that one past password or one um, cast member said that she wasn't showing any inventory available past the 27th which means they either haven't opened that up available for reservations yet or they're doing some kind of restructuring of the restaurant hmm what if they could be doing so... constru- well, they, no, construction wouldn't be the case because it's dinner reservations I don't know. I don't know if they'll make it a signature. If they make it a signature, they're going to have to change the entire way the restaurant operates. The only the only thing, there's someone else said this, and I, I don't remember who said it, so I'll give you credit if I can find it in the show notes. Um, they said that it might be, instead of going to signature, they might just make Be Our Guest a table service. All three meals, not just the not just dinner. Yeah. And I don't know if that would affect the, the reservations for dinner. I don't know. Maybe Seems they're some, just working on something. Maybe yeah. they're going to do refurbishment and they haven't announced it You know yet. what I can say? I mean, this restaurant, we've eaten there a couple of times. And it's, in my opinion, it's overrated. I don't, yeah. I feel like the food quality has definitely fallen off a little bit since it first opened. So you're saying if it becomes signature, then it's just going to lose everybody? Well, I'm saying if it becomes signature, they're going to have to... Up, their game. up the food quality. Up, yeah. I mean, you know, when it first opened, and they raised prices too. Yeah. So it wasn't that bad, and then the demand went up, and it, of course, the prices went up. Yeah. And it's almost inevitable at some point, especially with restaurants, that the quality goes down because that's just kind of human nature. But I don't know. I mean, if they're going this route, they're going to have to change a lot of stuff about the way it operates. I yeah. I agree. I agree. It's got to change a little bit, at least improve the quality of the food. Yeah. Or the amount of food you get. You don't get that much. Yeah, I felt last time the food was okay, and it seemed like the portions got a little smaller than we, I think we'd eaten there a year before. Somewhere around there. Yeah, it's been been a while. Yeah. We'll see what happens. That's it for rumors. All the rumors. Okay, we're going to go into a discussion about um, the baby centers at the parks. Some people may not need any, have any need for this, but I know a lot of people have kids and small children and babies. And I don't, I feel like I don't hear about this or see about people talking about this enough. So I figured I'd go into just a little talk about it. Just just a quick one. Okay. 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 (laughs) So what are they? Baby centers, um, basically designated places in each park um, that are equipped to assist parents and caregivers with the needs concerning babies and small children. Um, There are four of them in each park. There are not any at Disney Springs, Blizzard Beach, or 
um, Typhoon Lagoon. Um, the Magic Kingdom one is next door to the First Aid Center. And that's between Casey's and Crystal Palace. The Epcot one is in the Odyssey Center um, between Test Track and the World Showcase. And it's um, it's on the World Showcase side. So if you go, if you take that walkway, it's on the, it's like right on the World, case, world Showcase side. Um, Hollywood Studios is near the main entrance in Guest Relations. Like you actually have to go into Guest Relations to get to the Baby Center. And then um, Animal Kingdom, um, if you go into the park toward Tree of Life, go to the left. It is right before you cross the bridge into the Africa section. Um, and there's, I think, Starbucks like right by it. So, so there's four. You said four in each park. Sorry, there's four total. One in each park. I thought that's what you meant, but when you said four in each park, I was like, sorry, build mm-hmm. four? My, uh, okay. my, my brain. Sorry. Okay. Four total, one in each park. Yeah. Gotcha. So each one can, you can find basically baby feeding and care items available for purchase. So you can buy anything you need, formula, baby food, um, bottles, so you, you can know, buy like, all that stuff in there? Yeah, you can buy that stuff. Um, private nu- nursing rooms with rocking chairs, which is I've heard is a godsend for some people. Um, baby feeding areas with high chairs. Um, diaper changing areas. Kitchen to prepare food if you need it. Um, and there's usually an area with toys and TV and um, some tables and chairs to just kind of like chill out, relax for the ones that are babies that are a little bit older and stuff. You know, and these are nice because with our daughter, sometimes she needs a break from crowds. Yeah. And it's going to be a nice place yeah. to just go have a little quiet time and chill out maybe a little bit. Exactly. It's uh, if, And they're all air conditioned, obviously. So especially in the summer months when it's really hot, it's a good place to just kind of take a break. Yeah. For sure. So, um, so we're just going to talk about a little bit like about the busiest biggest smallest all that stuff so the busiest one magic kingdom for sure and that makes sense because magic kingdom is the busiest park in general and makes sense and has the most i would say little 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 babies little kids because it's the park that facilitates that the most right um it does need an update i've seen pictures it's it looks old (laughs) yeah um i don't know if they just because you know, not a lot of people use it. Maybe they just don't care. I don't know. I don't know. Um, the biggest, I would say, is between Epcot and Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom has fewer rooms, but they're larger. And then the Epcot one, um, it has like a large area, play area for kids. And it's a little bit nicer. It has a lot of changing tables. Um, but the Animal Kingdom one, it seems like it's smaller, but it's actually bigger square footage wise because of the area of each room. So it's bigger. Um, it's also the newest, which makes sense because it was the one that was built the right. most recent. So have any of these been updated since? Uh, I That's a good question. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Um, the smallest is Hollywood Studios. It has everything you need, but it's kind of cramped. It's not... All the rooms are pretty small and you can fit like, I think like two strollers in the whole area before it gets really, really crowded. So really? You, you get there and you're just like, eh, uh, I'm just going to do what I need to do and get out. And then I would say the most convenient in terms of location, is probably Epcot just because it's right between for future world and new world showcase. So you don't have to go too far 
right. on either way. Um, that's just a huge park, though. Animal Kingdom is also convenient, though, because it's in the middle of the park and it's right next to a Starbucks. That's, yeah. that's valuable. I can say this is not anywhere near my forte. I know. I look at you going, huh? What? I'm still going to talk about it. No, I'm, no I'm, I'm just saying I don't know anything about these. So I have nothing to add to the conversation <laughs> right. other than asking um, questions. The best one, in, in my opinion, from what I've seen, is the Animal Kingdom one. Because it's the newest and one of the largest. Has the most private rooms. Um, the location is central, like we just talked about, being next to Starbucks. So, bonus. Uh, the worst one, definitely Hollywood Studios. It's the smallest. Um, it's in the, front, in the front of the park, which is not convenient if you are in the back of the park. And you have to purchase any of the baby food and, and um, um, baby, baby items outside of the baby center. It's in that little kiosk thing in the middle. Like so, it's so small that you can't even you can't even buy stuff. In there. I mean, I'm not surprised to hear the Hollywood Studios has the worst baby center. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised it's actually not under construction right now. I know, maybe I don't know. That's a joke. But, the whole park under construction. That's I, what I was getting. I at. know. I get you. Hopefully, people, I get you. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm laughing in the inside myself. <laughs> but okay. Bottom line, though, if you're traveling to Disney World with a baby, toddler, preschool age child, use the baby centers. They are totally free. Um, they're, uh, they're free, they're air conditioned, they're available in all the parks. You can take a break, get away from the hustle and bustle. Um, they're great for nursing mothers. Um, especially like if you, I mean, if you're nursing every few hours and you don't want to do it in the brutal heat and concrete, you know, go to the baby center, you know, grab a rocking chair and it's, it's nice. Are they against grown men going in there and just taking naps? Um, I believe so. <laughs> I think they will probably kick you out. I'll just take my daughter or our daughter in there. Yeah. Take a nap. Yeah. So, yeah. I, again, you know, not a lot of people talk about baby centers. And I don't know if it's just one of those things that a lot of people are concerned with. But as a mom of a small child, something I was concerned and thinking about. I don't know how many people actually know about them. Um, I don't know. Like, if you, if you, you mean like first time? Visitors yeah, because if you don't, don't know. know, if you don't have a child, I don't know why you would know. Because it's not like Disney really talks about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. They may that I, I know. I, I just haven't seen them really talk about it much. So um, yeah, yeah, it may come to surprise some people that they they're out there. I know. I I mean, like, I don't think I I didn't use it. Did I use it? No, I didn't use it at all the last couple times. But I didn't have a need for it. So yeah. Um. There are all, and again, there are always diaper changing stations or areas in each of the bathrooms. So if you don't want to have to trek to the baby center, then that is available if you need to change a diaper. Now, so you can buy the baby stuff in there. Is it yeah. marked up quite a bit? Or is it pretty reasonable? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's I'm pretty sure expensive. It's <laughs> um, I know sometimes so they do some things stuff. that aren't marked up terrible, but I don't know. It, it just depends on what it is, I'm sure. Like, the baby food is cheaper to get, so I don't think that's a big deal. But yeah. formula is probably going to be more expensive. No, true. So, okay. anyway, that's it. I don't know if you have anything to add. I don't think this is an area that I am uh, very <laughs> useful in. I can act like I am, but I'm, okay. I'm not. So. Well, I thought I'd just give a shout out to all the, the moms, dads, gram, grandma, grandpas, caregivers out there that... Or looking for something to help them on their vacation. There you go. There you go. There so, it is. Uh, we just want to say um, 
Thanks for listening, and make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of those accounts, and um, that's all in the show notes if you need to know that. Um, we're on YouTube at Capture the Magic, and we've got blogs going up all the time. We're um, getting caught up with our, re- our like past audio episodes, and we're going to be moving into like putting these, obviously, on YouTube, so you'll be able to watch us as, as you listen to us talk about the news and whatnot. Yes. Right, Jared? Right, Jared? That is what video does. It allows you to watch and listen. So, yes. Yeah. Technically, yeah. that is very correct. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, but we're still getting all the kinks figured out. So, bear with us as we do this. Um, is there anything else you want to add before we sign off? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, Black Panther's coming out fairly soon. Yeah, we're going to so, do a review on that. Yeah. I'm actually so. hearing good things. I have. What I've heard, so. I haven't heard anything about it. I've heard a couple mm-hmm. of uh, pretty good reviews, but we will we will have to wait and see. But yeah. Okay. So. All right. So thank you for joining me, Jared, as always today. You are welcome. <laughs> yeah. And thank you everybody for watching and listening. And as I always like to say, we will see you in the parks. Bye.